give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya Ex gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya First we gonna fuck, then we gonna fall Then we let it pop, don't let it go Ex gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya Ex gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya He ain't never gave nothing to me But every time I turn around, cats got their hands out Wasn't something from it, I ain't got it so you can't get it Welcome back to Small State Big Takes, this is episode number 95, opening take, Steve Scott, what do you got? Oh, you're not here. Hey Josh, opening take, lay it on me bro, what do you got? Oh, you're not here. Hey Gilly, why don't you tell me something silly? Oh, you're not here. Uh, That's right, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this, as of this very moment, it is 9 o'clock p.m. on Monday night, our usual recording time. We have a couple members of the cast that will not be joining us tonight due to personal reasons. Nothing wrong with that. Couldn't find the time this week. That's okay. Stuff comes up. It happens. One of them's running late. It's going to be a two-man show for most most of the show tonight. But for now, until said person arrives, it's your boy, it's the one true host, only a true host could do something like this, ride fucking solo, Jason Derulo style, it's your boy, find me on Twitter, at O underscore underscore Martel, at Small State Takes, on IG, at O underscore underscore Martel, you want to add me on Snapchat, bros, bros and gals? Oh, money 35 hit your boy up. The one true host of the podcast. You guys want to hear a big slam and take? This is something that I decided last night watching the Red Sox and poor, poor Xander Bogarts pouring his heart and soul into this team and getting nothing in return. Xander Bogarts, totally unbiased opinion, is the best shortstop in baseball. I don't care. I don't care. Francisco Lindor, hell of a fucking player. Fantastic even. One of the best. But you know who's better? Xander fucking Bogarts. Who else is up there? Shortstop is a stacked, stacked position. Carlos Correa, yeah, get that shit out of here. The fuck? You think a Houston Astro is better than Xander Bogarts? Oh, my Lord. Who who else do people argue as best shortstops in the MLB? You've got, you know, Javi Baez. Yeah, you want Javi Baez? Get the fuck out of my house if you think Javi Baez is better than Xander Bogarts. Why? Because he can do a no-look tag on someone stealing? Who the fuck cares? It's an out. It's an out. Xander Bogarts, you know what he does? He fucking tags a guy, does a no-look fucking dick pass over to Rafi Devers. Here's another big take. Branching off of that. That left side of the Red Sox infield, Devers, Bogarts is the best third base shortstop combo in the major, in major league baseball. There's I don't even think the only debate I think to me is Arenado and Story. Outside of that, if you think if you would rather take Bregman and Correa over those two, be my fucking guest. You're an idiot. Devers, 22 years old, I think, right? Under contract for four or five more years. You've got Xander logged up on an insanely team-friendly deal. That dude could have raked in close to $200 million on free agency. I have no doubt about it, especially after the season he had last year. Already off to a tremendous start this year. No fucking doubt about it in my mind. What a team-friendly deal. Absolute fantastic 
extension. I, off, I'm just going off the dome here. This, you know, doing this podcast thing alone ain't easy. Anybody that has a solo podcast and does it consistently, god damn, you got no time to do any research in between points. You got no no breaths. I'm, I already need a drink of fucking water. But you know what? I'm trying to look up other shortstops that people would rather have. Over, if you say Gleyber Torres, who hits 83% of his home runs against the Baltimore Orioles, take a fucking seat, alright? Take a goddamn seat. By the way, Francisco Lindor this year batting fucking 220. Really? 220? Fernando Tatis. Fun player, by the way. Better than Xander Bogarts? Fuck you. Fuck you. No fucking shot. Who else is on here? Trey Turner? Yeah, right, bro. Are you fucking high? Are you high? Trey Turner? Are you high? No shot. No shot. Bo Bichette? Okay, dude. It's not, it's, I don't even know why I'm having this conversation. I'm having this conversation with myself. It's not even a conversation. It's not. Xander Bogarts is the best shortstop in Major League Baseball. I think the only legitimate argument right now is Frankie. Frankie Lindor. Great, great ball player. Would love to have him on my team if I didn't have Xander Bogarts. I do think Trevor Story is underrated, but there's always going to be the cores effect with him. Oh, what would he do if he was, uh, yeah, if he wasn't on the Rockies? If he didn't play at Coors Field all the time, which is, you know, haters are going to hate, but that very valid argument to me. I'm looking up his splits right now. Let's uh, Trevor Story, right? Career, batting, loading, 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 home and away splits. Here we go. Uh, yeah, see, this this is where the argument's going to come in. Home, he's a 300 hitter, 80 home runs, 280 games, we'll say. Away, he's a, that's, and that's with a 1,000 OPS. Away, he's a 250 hitter, 760 OPS, 46 home runs, and same amount of games. Not great, not great, Jim. Uh, the one knock in, uh, the, the only knock, I think, on Xander is his, is defensively. Um, especially earlier in his career, he was, he was pretty brutal, but I think he, now I'm not a big defensive metric, defensive metrics guy. I'm a, you know, I'm maybe I'm old fashioned, but I'm a little eye test guy. Um, I don't know, bro. I'm taking Xander Bogats all fucking day, kid. All fucking day. I'm taking Xander Bogats and Rafi Devas, one, two punch, dynamic fucking duo, best Left side of the infield in the goddamn league. No fucking chance anybody's coming close to that. No goddamn chance. You know, this is kind of fun. Just ranting by myself. Just talking to myself. It's kind of weird. Dog thinks I'm crazy. Dog always thinks I'm crazy, though. Uh, as it stands right now, the Red Sox, 3-7. and seven, Not good. They're bad. Bad baseball team. Still bad. Um... There's really not much to talk about with them. Like, all there's to talk about is what I have just talked about. Xander and Rafi. They're awesome. They're going to be awesome for a while. Now, here's something I did want to talk about. I'll just talk about it with myself. Is, if the opportunity to trade J.D. Martinez comes about this year, do you do it? And I, I love J.D. I love what he's done here. But, 
I think there's a very, very strong chance he's opting out at the end of the season with the DH going um, full league. That's another 15 teams that are going to be interested in him. He's going to have a market. He's the best DH in the league. Sorry, Stanton. It's or J- Yankee fans, whatever the whoever the fuck you are. JD is by far the best DH in the league. He's going to have a market. I think he's owed two million. 48 the next two years or two two years 48 I'm going to double check that JD Martinez contract um, and to me it's a years thing uh, I think let's see he's 32 years old next two years he's uh, owed 19 million each year yeah I think he gets I oh and he's only under contract the next two years I there's no there's really no doubt Excuse me, that was a burp. There's really no doubt in my freaking mind that he's opting out, actually. Just that there's... He can get a... I think he can get a four-year deal at... Even if it is similar average value, it's the years, it's the guaranteed money, it's... He can he can get years and You know, if there's any indication of how long a DH can stay around, you look at Nelson Cruz. He's still hitting 40 yabos a year. I think JD is too good of a hitter, too obsessed. Uh, he will get his money. He will get his years. So, that begs the question. If the Red Sox continue to be this bad, which I do think they're going to be pretty freaking bad this year now. Their pitching is just absolutely brutal. There's no need to beat around the bush. You have Martin Perez as your second pitcher. Evaldi's looked good. And there's another guy. You have to consider listening to offers for Evaldi. J.D., even Jackie Bradley, maybe Kevin Pillar, basically anybody that you, where you can get rid of money, which in this case would be Eovaldi, even though I, I, I love Eovaldi, and he looks great this year. He, he looks healthy, which is good, and that's always going to be the concern with him. You have him for two more seasons after this. There's J.D., which you would have two more seasons if he opts in, but... I do think that they will end up trading him. The trade deadline's at the end of August. I do think that they will find someone will buy into them, especially with expanded playoffs this year. Uh, it's really going to be a fucking crapshoot. I don't think the Red Sox will be in contention, and I expect them to trade J.D. Martinez. Jackie Bradley, I don't think you can get much for him, but if he has a hot bat this year, you might be able to sneak in like a, you know an, an interesting pitching prospect, even though I am a Jackie guy. I just don't see them re-signing him, even if they don't trade him. They, you have the Duran kid for $400,000. I, From a money standpoint, that just makes way too much sense to me, even though I love Jackie, and uh, I would love to see him here. I just don't think it's realistic. Let's see. I don't think they'll trade Benny. I don't think they'll trade Devers. In fact, they need to extend him and buy out his years as soon as fucking possible. You have Christian Vasquez. He won't go anywhere. I'd be shocked if he got traded. Um, I don't think his contract is overwhelming. Let's look at this. Christian Vasquez. Bear with me here, people. Um, fuck, you have two more years of Vasquez after this at $6 million, $7 million, And that's a club option in 2022. Yeah, I'd be shocked if uh, they if they trade him. Especially with him coming off a career year, continuing to mash this year. Um, 
I expect him to stick around. Who else is around? Mitch Moreland. Uh, you're, I, I don't know. Anybody out of the bullpen? Workman could very well be on his way out. And Barnes. Although I'm not sure who would be too interested in Barnes right now. But Workman should have a market, I believe, personally. Coming off one of probably his best year. And then he hasn't really had much opportunity this year, obviously, because they've been sucking wiener. But I th- do think, and and this is what Bloom is, you know, that's what they brought Bloom in for is if this opportunity presents itself where you need to unload some guys. You've already seen them obviously do with Mookie Betts and David Price. Unloaded some money and, I mean, not re-signing Mookie Betts is... Conversation for a different day. We don't have to talk about that. I'm not sure if we have talked about it since it's his extension. But that's something that, yeah, this ownership group has done so so much for the Red Sox. But there's also times like this where he's the he's you have to make exceptions to me. And seeing a top three player in the major leagues, right? There's there's Trout, there's Yellick, there's Mookie. Those are the top three players in the league right now. From your own system, that's what hurts the most. Come up from your own system, he works his ass off, becomes a MVP, perennial MVP candidate, and you trade him away for Jeter Downs. You don't even get the fucking pitching prospect that you wanted in the first place. And Brewster, Grotterol, whatever his name is, he ended up going to the the fucking Dodgers for Maeda. Dude's got electric stuff, but they didn't want him because he was a little fat or some shit. I don't know. Uh, and so instead you trade him for a, a second baseman and, I don't know, a, a couple other throw-ins. Not my favorite, especially because you saw him throw a ball 300 feet in the air on a dot the other day, and he's like, oh, I missed that shit. <sighs> I got sidetracked. What was I talking about? Oh, tr- trade pieces this year? That's probably it. I can't imagine, like, there's, it's going to happen. He's gonna, We're going to start unloading here, and it's going to happen fast. The season's happening fast. You're at 3-7. You're out of it. You're already out of it to me. You can't afford to go on a five-game losing streak. You can't afford to lose. Here we go. They lost, obviously, three out of the last seven, three out of the last ten. They lost... They split. They lost two out of one, two out of their last five, two out of their last six. You can't afford to do that in a sixty-game season. There's no time to make it up. So to me, you've got to just you've got to unload the pieces. Uh, I think you hold on to Xander. You hold on to Devers. You hold on to Vasquez. You hold on to Benny's. And the reason I say you hold on to Benny is because his market has never, ever been lower than it is right now. His value has never been lower. I don't think trading him with the control you have over him and the upside, although we've been saying it for two years, two, three years now, it's just not worth trading to me. You need a left fielder. What do you, and my, my option, you know, my answer is, okay, if you trade Benintendi, what do you replace him with? And Obviously, it depends what you'd get back for him, but I don't think the real, the realistic option is there. So I think you hold on to those guys, and basically everybody else is on the market. You get guys that are close to MLB ready for next year, and then you have Chris Sale coming back. You hopefully, 
Oh, you hopefully have Chris Sale coming back next year healthy for the first time since 2017, really. He really wasn't even that healthy in 2018. Um, and then hopefully Erod makes a recovery and you get him back. And then uh, depending on what you do with Ivaldi, you, you will either have him for two years, two more years, or you'll you'll, you'll see what happens there. And then, I mean, we've been Jay Groom. I don't think he's close to ready. But you know, at, at the and then you you go out and sign a guy. Uh, Trevor Bowers, a free agent. That's the probably the biggest biggest name, and that's my Cy Young pick this year. I think I said that last week, and if I didn't, I wish I did. Um, Trevor Bowers, an innings eater, and in the shortened season. You're gonna he's gonna have eleven, twelve starts in that area. He's gonna have close. You know, 80 innings pitch probably. He's going to lead the league in strikeouts. There's another big take. Trevor Bauer will lead the league in strikeouts. Who wins Cy Young? He'll be coming off a Cy Young year. And he's going to get the bag. I would not be opposed to the Red Sox going after him. I'm a big Trevor Bauer guy. I love his personality. I love his tenacity. I love his work ethic. I love a lot of things about him, even though he is a weird dude. But that's all right. We like, we like weird dudes over here. We're we're filled with weird dudes. You know, I've been going... How long has this been now? I really didn't think I'd have to go solo this long. It's been... I've been recording for 17 minutes. Damn, bro. I'm good at this shit. Huh? Not fucking bad for the kid. Not fucking bad at all. See, but now the problem is... Not... I'm not really sure what I want to transition to. Um... Hmm... I've got this huge uh, uh, what a tower of empty trulies right next to me, and I want to get it to like I want to I want to get it as high as I can go, and send uh, truly a, a picture of it on Twitter because us at Couch Guy uh, we've kind of been harassing them for sponsorships, and if you know if we keep harassing them, maybe they'll give in one day. And we're the truly kings over here. We've been slugging trulies for days. We announced a month ago about how Truly Lemonades are going to take over. Gilly tweeted that out. Hit the nail right on the fucking head. They took over. You drink of the summer. He called that. Now, I rebuttaled and said loyals, but ever since I've been on this health kick, Truly has been a no-brainer. Fucking two carbs. No, uh, 100 calories. Just absolute, absolute, you know, slam fucking dunk. You'll have to see it. So we, we, we're hoping to get that. I'm hoping to get a fucking partner on this goddamn podcast eventually. We're going to do a live FaceTime call right now. You guys are going to bear witness to uh, to me FaceTiming. Steve is supposed to be the other one joining us tonight or whatever you want to call this. Live FaceTime call. You can't see it, but you can hear it. Ring, 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 ring. We're still ringing. We're still ringing. We're still ringing. Oh, dude, I'm about to get stood up on here, huh? That's fucked up. This is fucked up. I can't believe this shit. Unreal. 
I I didn't even uh, I gotta send a text real quick. Bear with me. Uh, da 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 da. I can't believe that I didn't even get a goddamn answer. He said it was gonna be done soonly. First of all, not a word. Forty five minutes ago. Soonly. Hello. What the? Oh man. What's your guys' biggest pet peeve? Mine is when uh, when people scrape the t- their teeth on their f- silverware when they're eating. That shit is unreal. Do you know teeth are fucking bones? Like, your teeth are bones. You're scraping goddamn metal against the teeth of your bones. Are you fucking psychotic? Hello? Doesn't that... That doesn't... I'm getting goosebumps just fucking thinking about someone doing that. It's fucking disgusting. How do you do that shit, people? Unfucking real I just got a text... Uh, Steve is still on the phone on some call. Unreal. The disrespect. Oh, there's a good thing to talk about while I can I can talk to myself about it. Dr. Disrespect. We've been meaning to talk about this for a while, but we've never gotten around to it because we've had so much other shit to talk about. We're going into Nerd Corner real quick. Dr. Disrespect, uh, one of the biggest uh, Twitch streamer, former Twitch streamer, video game streamer out there. Um, just woke up one day, banned from Twitch. Couldn't ban, couldn't, th- th- he didn't know why. They just banned him. We still don't know why he got banned. There's speculation, of course. I don't like to speculate when it, when, when you're talking about someone's career like this. There's too much, there's way, way too much at stake. Now, in the, in the esports world, we're, we're getting nerdy here, all right? So if you don't if you don't want nerd talk, fast forward a couple minutes. If I'm still talking about it, just keep going, whatever. Fuck off, also, because nerds rule the goddamn world. If you don't like it, suck it. In the esports world, there's a these past two, three months, there's a bunch of... Basically, the esports world of the Me Too movement has come out. And a lot of you know professional gamers, big streamers have been accused, and there's a you know there's a big list of accusations, and a lot of them were followed up, uh, you know, and uh, you know a lot of people got canceled. There were there were some that were debunked, and people stood up for themselves. Now people that was the first thing people assumed. <clears throat> excuse me, first or second thing people assumed was. Okay, he either got DMCA'd, which is Twitch has been going around basically banning people for playing, you know, unlicensed music, but those are more suspensions than bans, and they were notified of them. So Dr. Disrespect was not notified why he got banned, and also a lot of people, you know, maybe speculated it had to be with some sexual misconduct. We still do not know. Dr. Disrespect has not come out and said why he got banned. We don't know why he got banned. All we know is that he's never allowed to stream on Twitch again, and he has not made any announcements about streaming elsewhere. It's a very interesting situation to me. I'm not the biggest Dr. Disrespect fan. I do tune into his streams every now and then. Um, I do love when he plays with, you know, the the Nick Merckx and the Tim the Tatmans of the world. These are some other names that people that are into Twitch very well know. I've been a big Nick Merckx fan for a few years now. That basically, I started watching Twitch a lot when um, PUBG really came out, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, um, and a lot of people don't understand why people want to watch people play video games. Uh, let me break it down for you real quick. It's the same reason 
why people watch people play sports. People watch people play golf and basketball and baseball. Because the people that you're watching are the best in the world at what they do, either from an entertainment standpoint or from a gaming standpoint. You want to get better or you want to be entertained, you watch these people. You find out uh, a bunch of new things about whatever game you're watching. There's streams for everything nowadays, every single game almost. You know, obviously, there's the big ones. There's the Call Duties, the Fortnites, the Apex, you know, the, the, the all that shit. But there's a bunch of small streamers out there that just stream their own shit. They do what makes them happy. They have a good time. They're just playing. There's a guy that streams fucking backyard baseball every day. The OG. Is it a high entertaining game? Not necessarily. Is it a fun game? It's a nostalgic game. I don't know how much fun it would be right now. But the dude is a phenomenal entertainer. I wish I had his name, but I don't. Point being, people watch people play video games... The same for the same reasons why people watch people play sports. I'm a very good golfer, humble brag. But whatever, that's sometimes that's what you gotta do. Humble brag. I still enjoy watching golf. Yeah, is it boring to 80% of the population? Maybe even more. Sure, I don't give a shit. I learn a lot more watching golf. I enjoy watching golf. The same reason why I watch people play video games. I'm very competitive when it comes to the the things that I like. Golf and video games, basically the top two. Fantasy baseball. Close third, I guess. I want to get better every single time I play a game. I want to get better every single time I go play around a golf. Better, the best ways to do that, from me, is watch and learn. It's pretty simple. If it was boring, would I watch it? I don't think so. But to me, this shit isn't boring. I can sit there and watch someone... I can I can sit there and watch an entire Nick's, Nick Merck stream... And be, and have more enjoyment than I would do many, many other things in this world. Now, maybe that's not fair because to me, Nick Merckx is probably the best streamer in the world right now. But everybody goes through peaks and valleys, ups and downs. And right now, Warzone's the most popular game. He's very good at the game. He pulls in views. It's the same reason why you want to go watch fucking Tiger Woods play golf because he's the best in the goddamn world. And he's entertaining. Same why well, I love Brooks Kepka. He keeps it real. He keeps he, he's really, really fucking good at what he does. And he's a humble guy. And he's out there just doing his fucking thing. He's just doing his thing. That's why you know this. Hey, here, here's a golf moment for anybody that gives a shit. The you know the Bryson DeChambeau hype this year. That guy's always been a douchebag. Oh, a little accent came out there, bro. What the fuck was that, huh? Jesus Christ. Bryson DeChambeau has always been a douchebag. Alright? Even before he gained 30 pounds of muscle during quarantine. Gee, that's not suspicious, is it? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the dude can hit it a mile, but he's a prick. He's always been a prick. He's 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 just an asshole. He, he's not fun to watch. He's not fun to play with from what people say. I, I, I lost my train of thought. I ain't gonna lie to you guys. I don't know where the... F- I don't even know where the fuck I'm going. Steve's texting me. Don't want to hear it, bitch. I'm recording. All alone. And I'm killing it. Slut. Fuck yeah. We don't need him, right? We don't fucking need him. Oh, 
what do we where, where do we want to go from here? Um, any fun shit happened on Twitter this past week? I did not take any notes. I was not expecting to be alone for this fucking long. I really wasn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at my notes real quick, see if anything has popped up. Um da 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 NBA return, no offense boys and girls, if you're out there listening. I just do not care about the NBA. I'm sorry. I can't get into it. It I, I don't I don't know what it is lately. I was gonna try this year, I even watched the first like five Celtics games or something. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are really cool and really fun, even Kemba Walker, but man, I don't know. I don't have cable, so maybe that's part of it, but at the same time, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch the NBA. Uh, that was one thing. NFL, COVID plan. A lot of players are opting out. I will be shocked if we get a full season of NFL. Absolutely shocked, actually. Stunned. Fucking bewildered. Blown away. Bombastic. Missed fucking Shaggy style. Mr. Bombastic. I that That's a fucking... That's a that's a miracle to me if we have a full NFL season. There's no chance. There's no fucking shot. I did think we talked about this a little bit last week. It's actually impossible to have an NFL bubble. There's the, you know, players and staff included, there's what? M- absolute minimum 80 people per team. That's 32 teams, that's 10 10 to 12 more teams than the NBA at 5 to 6 times the size. And where are you going to find, at minimum, 11 stadiums in a bubble? Even if you split it up, east and west, north and south, whatever. It's unrealistic to me for an NFL bubble. It's also unrealistic to me to expect... um, of a full competitive season. I hope there is. Of course, I hope there is. Especially with the moves the Patriots has made, even though they have, I think, eight opt-outs this year, which, by the way, I don't blame. If you opt out, all the power to you. Congratulations. I support you, and I support you if you want to play. I know a lot of players can't afford to opt out, and that's okay. But a lot of players feel it's just not in their, it's not in their or their family's best interest to fucking to play. That's fine. It'll hurt the Patriots' chances, especially with that high tower, especially if the McCordias decide to opt out, which is very, very possible, I think. Pat Chong opted out. There's another piece of the secondary. The Patriots, they, they will still be a pretty exciting team to watch just because it's new for us. We haven't seen a team without Tom Brady in 20 years. That's basically as long as I can remember fucking football. The first time I even remember anything football-related was the Super Bowl against the Rams when I was in the hospital. And I told my dad to turn the TV off during the Super Bowl because I was trying to sleep. I was seven. What a douchebag. I was such a dick. Again, there's that accent, bro. I even heard it. I felt myself saying it. I couldn't stop it. Maybe it's just rambling all alone that gets to me. I don't know. I don't think I've talked this long without stopping, without conversation, without any interruption in my entire goddamn life. This is kind of fun, though. Eh? It's pretty fucking fun. Oh, dude, your boy got um, AirPods. Oh, 
Who the fuck told me, like, how the fuck did I not have these sooner? Hello? If you don't have AirPods, buy fucking AirPods. I don't care how much of a douchebag you look like. Word of the day, douchebag, by the way. Word of the day tonight is douchebag. But AirPods completely changed the the gym game. Uh, I had be I had like wireless stray beats that would wrap around the back of your head. They were all right. Um, they didn't react to sweat very well, so you know they fall out of my ear half the time. Or you know you hear you hear, feel feel the fucking strap bouncing about your neck whenever you're running or some shit like that. Annoying. So uh, I also lost like one of the earbud pieces, like the little rubber thing you stick on. I lost one of those. So I haven't been using them. I've been using my wired headphones. Which are fine, I, you know, just the stock Apple ones. But I bought AirPods because I had some Amazon uh, gift card money. Absolute fucking game. I would pay $500 for AirPods. I'm not even kidding. I've had them for three days. I don't know what I would do without them. I don't know how I survived without them. I would pay $500 for AirPods. I'm not fucking kidding. 500 That's how good they are. They come in a little charging case. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know them ever running out of battery because if you use your goddamn brain you just put them back into the charging case after every time you use them charge the case once a week and you're fucking chilling completely changed the game gym game for me i ran two miles again today not to brag go check the ig story at o underscore underscore martel another another two miler in the bag i'm gonna hit another one tomorrow I'm, i'm making good pace right now i've got a month if anybody cares i've got a month to lose uh, nine to eleven pounds. I've kind of been fluctuating on my. Uh, I've kind of been stuck between one ninety four, one ninety six for like two weeks now. But I'm August is legit. Um, legit calorie counting. Now here, I, I'm I'm not saying I'm on a strict diet. Like I can't eat this, can't eat that, blah blah blah. I've learned none of that shit matters. Eat at a calorie deficit if you need to lose weight. I've done my research. I've seen it happen. I have a good friend who lost, uh, you know, 60 to 70 pounds and then um, at eating at a calorie deficit. Maybe, yeah, it was 60. I think he was 240. He cut down to 180. And since then, he's put on about 30 pounds of muscle. The kid looks absolutely fucking incredible. And he's single. Just saying. Um, so I'm not saying I want to get to that that statute, especially because I've only been doing this for two months now, but I do feel pretty good right now. I'm all, I'm okay physically. Um, I, I, my action, my, my endurance is my, my, I've never been able to run two miles in my goddamn life. And the past two weeks I've been running two miles out of, like, I set the treadmill to uh, I started at a nine-minute pace. I tried it, and I did it, and I was fucking hyped, and I've been going faster and faster ever since. I'm at eight eight thirty-four, it's seven miles an hour pace on the treadmill. Done that twice in a row. I'm going to try for three tomorrow. If I can do that without stopping again, uh, I'm sending it to... Uh, it, by, the, by the end of the month, my goal is to get to eight-minute, two-mile pace. I think that'd be pretty goddamn cool. And be at 185 pounds. I'll be very, very happy with myself. I've been under 190 pounds probably since high school. That's eight years? Seven years? Seven, eight years? So, yeah, just a little me update. Follow the progress at O under, 
underscore Martel on, on IG and posting it may be annoying to some people or a lot of people, but I know if I didn't post it when I started it, then I wouldn't be where I'm at. Um, you, you put something out there that you're going to do it on social media and you, you really do feel forced to do something. And I can't tell you how many times I've woken up on, you know, a Sunday morning, a Monday morning, and I'm just like, all right, today's the day. We're starting. We're we're eating clean. And then by 1 o'clock, I'm like, huh, I think I'm going to go for a McDonald's run or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So I put it out there in public. Um, and people support you, man. People you haven't talked to in years come in and support you. It's crazy, bro. People always want to help. Family, friends, doesn't matter, dude. People support you. They love seeing people try to better themselves. It's it's also inspiring. You see a friend do it. You see two friends do it. You see three friends do it. And then you do it. And then those friends that did it give you their support, their advice, if you want it. You know, some people are assholes about it. What are you going to do? Some people are just assholes. I'm an asshole. Just in, I'm, I'm evolving. I haven't got a haircut since January. The flow is incredible, by the way. Love love it. I don't notice the heat. But I feel like if I were to cut it, I would be like, wow. First of all, I'd probably lose two pounds. Second of all, I'd be like, wow. It's a lot cooler out. Definitely recommend if you if you have hair, this is this is the half the reason why I'm growing it out. The other half is because the barbershops were closed for so long. I have like we're we're bragging again. I don't know. We're just fucking bragging tonight. We're riding solo. And we're bragging. I have very very like, I just have very good hair. Like you get your hair from your mom's side of the family. Generally, that's what I've been told. I have my grandfather's luscious locks up here, and I've been rocking it short for fucking ten years. Just fucking grow it out, bro. Try something new. And I've been doing it. I I I. Don't use any product. Don't use any of that shit. It's all natural. You see anything about my hair? Shit is all natural. Which is pretty cool. Just, you know, throwing that out there. Benintendi, bro, watch out. Watch out. I can get Benintendi hair. His is black, though. Which is kind of sexy. Definitely sexier than me. I have have brown hair. Dude, hurry up. I'm, dude... If, for whatever reason, if you have made it 35 minutes listening to me talk all by myself, what the hell is wrong with you? Huh? Although, I do think I'm doing pretty well for a first time. You know, you do this 90 fucking five times with people talking in your ear the whole time, and half the time you can't say what you want to say. Not half the time. Sometimes you can't say what you want to say, and by the time that it comes your turn to say it, the the the, the conversation has shifted. That happens to all of us, I'm sure. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck I've talked about half this time. I'm going to be honest with you. I was talking Red Sox, got depressed because they're so fucking bad. I think I went into video games and golf, which is my expertise. If anybody wants to talk video games and golf, hello, I'm right here. That's all I really care about nowadays. Even though I haven't been playing golf too well, I have been killing it in the video game world lately. 
just ripping some Warzone? You need a Warzone buddy, bro? Bro, what you said? You need a Warzone buddy? Oh shit. Okay, hit me up. Gamer tag on Xbox. Ollie one putt. O L L Y. Even though everybody on Earth that calls me Ollie via text, Twitter, mention, whatever, spells it wrong and they don't even fucking care. Dude, my at was Ollie one putt for how long on Twitter? Spelt the appropriate way. O L L Y. Get that shit through your goddamn head. If you're hearing this out there, you know who you are. It's everybody besides me. Everybody. O L L Y. Change it. Get it right. Change it. Get it right. But you need a Warzone buddy? I'm your fucking boy. Oh, video games, golf, PGA, 2K21 in August. Dude, game is probably going to be pretty bad. And I said this on Twitter. Game is probably going to be pretty bad, dude. But you know what? I'm going to be the best in the fucking world at it. That's for damn sure. Mark your calendars. I'm going places. Making money off that game. Taking fucking money. What's it? Taking bets. Taking name. Grabbing whatever. Grabbing checks. Taking names. I don't know, dude. Uh, I made a fantasy baseball trade with verbally committed hashtag couchguys at couchguyssports. Verbally committed host Connor Ryan this weekend uh, because Jason Tatum cut his hair. I said, that's a major L because it is. Let's just face it. You cut your hair nowadays, it's an L. That's that's just it. And he was like, oh, I'll bet you, uh, I'll bet you Tyler Glasnow that he puts up more than the Vegas over under at points. I was like, sure, dude. I don't care. I mean, obviously, he's not going to shoot fucking two for 22 again. He's top 10, top 15 player in the league. He's He's not gonna. He's just not gonna do it again. Obviously, he's gonna go over. I don't really care. But I took the bet because I was feeling it. nothing matters in fantasy baseball this year anyway. Everybody's postponed. We're on redrafted team this year. It's not even our real league. So I was like, "Fuck it, bro. Let's do it." I am only doing fantasy baseball trades via bets. You want to trade with me in fantasy baseball, dude? What's the bet? Who are we betting? That's how we're doing it. I lost the bet. But you know, hey, hey! Oh my God, are you talking without anyone around, Ollie? Bro, forty minutes solo. No way! I can't wait to hear this episode. Swear to fucking God, dude! I'm how killing long, it. How much longer are you gonna go for? All night? Let's do it. Uh, dude, we can squeeze in like another thirty min props. Let's go, dude! Dude, I'm actually still in this call. You hear this? Was it? I move that we close the hearing. I had a neighbor. Oh, go- we moved to close the hearing. Let's go. Oh, wait, let's hear, let's hear. Hold That's on. That's what they just really? said. <laughs> we close and second it. Here we go. Uh, Hold on. Let's hear it. Closing the hearing and setting a date for a decision. Vote by you saying your name and, and I. Bill Hurst, I. Come on. End it. Come on, Ali. End this shit. I for what not? Capalbo, I. Come on, Ali. You're so close, bro. Come on. Lisa, what are your thoughts? You think we could do it by September 1st? September 1st? Do it sooner than that. Sorry, folks. We really hit a fucking wall here. We were killing it up until we got interrupted. All right. All right. I, I exited out. I'm done. Okay. Well, sorry. Sorry to uh, break up your steam here. What were you talking about? That's a great fucking question. Let's go. I've been rambling and bambling, brother. What's the topic? Opening take, Steve Scott. What do you got? All right, opening take. I'm gonna just go off what I just heard, and I've made this take before. But 
Hopkinton Town Council needs to open up their eyes, end the Chase Hill solar problem, and cut the deforestation situation out. Dude, no more um, no more freaking uh, changing commercial – I mean residential uh, – Sorry, I'm getting. I'm hearing a lot of noise. Um, no more residential zoning to com- uh, commercial. That's all I gotta say. Thank you, Ali. I, I I don't know what else to say. That's it. That's my big take. What the okay. fuck? Excuse dude, me for living. Thank you. So what's up, Ali? How you doing, bro? What's I'm, up? I'm chilling, bro. Dude, this is a first. We got two hosts. Oh, dude, chilling. wait, wait till you wait till you tune into this week. This is this is must listen material. Not that to toot good. my own horn. I've been I've been a little braggy tonight. Not gonna lie. Little oh, full, yeah? little full of myself, but it happens, dude. Dude, when you're talking for forty minutes without stopping, you just get cocky. Dude, you fall in love with yourself? Uh, a little bit, little self, little self confidence boost tonight. Not, Looking not gonna good, lie. Ollie. Damn, you got a glow. You got not your skin's glowing. Lie. Your skin is glowing. So anyway, oh, oh, look at that flex. Oh, I saw that flex. What's dude, up, looking bro? like looking like Trevor Bauer, dude. Just straight. Oh, we talked out. about Trevor Bauer tonight. I figured. I, I swear you to did. fucking God, bro. What'd you fucking say? Uh, I had a couple big takes in there. This is going to be repeat since you weren't here, but uh, I said NL Cy Young, NL leader in strikeouts, and I want him on the Red Sox because I'm a big, big Trevor Bauer fan, and he's a free agent. Oh, I also said that you need to blow up the Red Sox this year. Oh, yeah, if you can. If someone wants to pay us yeah. for anything, dude, just fucking send it. Who cares? Well, I said my untouchables were uh, Xander and Devers. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to trade Benny or Vasquez because I think Benny's value is at an all-time low, and uh, I think Vasquez is just on a good team-friendly deal. You kind of want to hang on to that if you can. I, dude, I don't agree. I think it's time to trade Benny right now. Why? I think what so- are you going to get? This is. You know what? All right. I just thought of something. It popped in my head right now. Mm-hmm. Trading Benny is like the Rays trading Chris Archer, like. Hmm. They got they got value. They got serious value for him because other another team knew his potential value. And he didn't come through with that value, of course. But think about what they got, dude. They got Glass now and they got fucking Austin Meadows. Yeah, but the Pirates are also a fucking shit show. Yeah, of course. But didn't they do another awful trade in there too? Like the Starley Marte trade was bad, McCutcheon trade was McCutcheon. bad. What was uh who did Who'd they get from McCutcheon? I don't even remember. Exactly, dude. It was to the fucking Giants, remember? Right. I don't remember. Yeah, but, like, don't you think Chris Archer had higher highs than Ben Benintendi had, though? Uh, like, there was yeah, a little well, bit there where they, they were, like, Chris Archer, ace. Like, yeah. bonafide stud, ace. But there's a time where Harper, I mean, uh, Ben Benintendi was like the next Harper. It was like, no, oh, Benny. no. Yeah. Harper, bro? Hello? You got to realize the Harper hype back in the day. Yeah, Sports sorry. Illustrated at 16, dude? Come on. Yeah, it's true. We did think Benny was going to be a lot better than he is. I'll give you that. But it's not like we were Benny expecting sucks. fucking 320 with 40 bombs. It's true. Maybe Do you remember we the... were probably expecting like, you know, 310 with 25. Do you remember the conversation you and I had? Uh... Last year sometime, when I owned Ben Attendee, and then I picked up Verdugo, and I was like, yo, They're you know what Benny reminds me of? They're the same fucking dude. Yeah. And then we end up getting him. We end up getting Verdugo. But Verdugo is a far superior defender. Or at least, you know, Benny has a noodle arm. He's a, You know, he plays the wall well, and he's, he's got a good glove, but he uh, Verdugo is, like, 
gold glove, I think, defender. Yeah. Sorry, one second. I'm, I'm sending out a text. Sorry. A lot of people are texting me, decompressing from this horrific meeting. <laughs> Whew, it's bad. It's bad out here in Hopkinton, bro. Dude, it's, it's, it's tough when you want positive change in the area you live. You know, some people want to see the world burn. It's sad. And some people want the, the best in life for others. But no. That's all I got to say. So anyway, yeah, Alex Verdugo. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Verdugo so far, though, in a weird way, in a yeah, weird, I mean, strange like, way. He he's had a better attitude than I expected. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he he hustles. He wants to win. He you know he comes in there working hard. Like that was a big knock on him. Was oh they got Verdugo in the Mookie trade too? I forgot to mention that earlier. Uh, <laughs> um. I think that was a knock on him. It's like he didn't have a really good work ethic. He's kind of lazy, all this stuff. But I haven't seen that so far. No, he's been he's been doing everything right uh, by the book. He's trying his best. He's running out ground balls. I appreciate seeing that. Um, he looks like he's having fun. And, and he actually, one thing I really appreciated about him last week was him uh, flipping out on an umpire. He was pissed yeah. off about some shit. Yeah. Emotion. Emotion's big for us Red Sox fans. You need to show emotion. You need to show you it's care. It's the biggest. It is. You see it last night? Austin Bryce was flipping out. Yeah, after the uh, yeah, no, you like you like to see that. I think you add Verdugo to the. Um, I would not trade this. I would not trade list. No, no, I would not trade him. Just because no. of one that you know that was a center of the Mookie deal, and two, you have what five years of control after them for dirt cheap. So, kind yeah. of a no-brainer. One guy that we've been over with too about is uh, Jackie Bradley. I just don't want to trade him. At I mentioned all. that. What'd you say? I, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, I think you have to because I don't think he's resigning, and that's kind of it. What kind of package would you want for him, though? What Dude, are you looking for in a Jackie Bradley trade? I want, I want it all. I, he's my most important as, asset, not Devers or Bogarts. How about that? Uh. I don't agree with it, but uh, dude, he's a he's an upcoming free agent. You know what he is. He's an elite Gold Glove center fielder. Great dude, humble, does everything right, like you said. But at the end of the day, you have this drawn Duran Duran, whatever yeah. you know, Mister Mister sure. Name Ryan coming up next year. That uh, is going to be four hundred thousand dollars in the books compared to the. Yeah, eight, what's he eight, gonna get? Eight to eleven, I would say Jackie would get. I don't know. Yeah, but you got you got fucking JD gone. You got a lot uh, coming yeah, up. I think I think they're gonna trade JD actually. Ooh, that's a big take. Where, dude? The playoffs, the playoff picture in three weeks is gonna look so wild. Somebody's gonna three weeks. You're right. I know. That's what I'm saying. Just, the season's short. You can't afford to lose three out of the seven to start. Just fucking ship it at this point. I think JD's opting out anyway. What's the deadline? Do you know? Thirty first, I think. Of August? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, wow. dude, so like and I love J D and I want him to stay here, but I think it's the better move for the organization to get a couple pitching prospects for him if you can. Like, wouldn't it be fucking wild if the Padres were in contention and they just sent it and they were like, yo, we'll give you Mackenzie Gore or Louis Patino for JD and like fucking Avaldi and Workman. Dude, I'd cry tears of joy for the freaking bailout. 
Right, though? But, like, I feel like there's going to be a team that... That needs that? Especially with 16 playoff teams. You know what sucks, though? Is that no one wants to pay the fucking Red Sox. You know, everybody gets everybody gets paid except us in, in regards to prospects. Well, like, when's the last time we got a massive prospect for something good? I, I mean, uh, it's the the Mookie is the most recent. Like, in Verdugo isn't really considered a prospect anymore, but you get Verdugo and Downs and a couple other schlubs, right? But before that, it was probably the Aegon's trade, right? What did we get? I don't remember. We got James Loney in that deal. Yeah, they didn't really even get anybody, actually. Right? Yeah, James that was, Loney. That was more it, of a bailout. Yvonne De Jesus. He played a little bit. He played. I don't remember anybody else, though. I don't remember the last time the Red Sox, let's put it this way, I don't remember the last time they've, like, Honestly, it might have been trading away Andrew Miller and getting Erod. Good call, yeah. I'll call. I'll count that one. Who else? Um, Last time they actually acquired like a pro, like a big prospect before this Mookie shit. I that I, was the same time where the Yankees were like stacking up and getting like um, Clint Frazier for fucking yeah. Oh no, they, well, that was Andrew Miller too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> But that was what? That was 2014 or 15? Charrington's last year, right? 2014 or 2015? I don't remember. I think it was 15, actually. I think so. I don't know. Because I remember uh, the Yankees just fucking did. They like traded like they traded like Carlos Beltran, too, didn't they? And got like something for him. It was like fucking crazy. Like they were just stacking up like prospects for nobodies. They traded Chapman for Glaber. Yeah, but that Andrew was Miller. in that was in sixteen though, wasn't it? When the Cubs won, is that what the year it was? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Who won in twenty fifteen? Twenty fourteen, they did the Erod trade. Okay, who won in twenty fifteen? Was the Royals, wasn't it? Twenty fifteen was the Royals. Yeah, right. It went ten. It was Giants. Eleven. It was Cardinals. I think so. Actually, that sounds right. 12, it was Giants. 13, it was Red Sox. 14, it was Giants. 15, it was Royals. 16, it was Cubs. 17, it was Astros. 18, it was Red Sox. 19, who won the World Series last year? I don't even fucking remember. Nationals. Nationals. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, yeah, I think 2011 was the Cardinals. Yeah, you're right. It was. All right, we're right. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the last time we got a fucking, like, stud, stud prospect. Like, I'm thinking about, like, the Manny trade. That was Jason Bay. And, like, but we traded away guys to get rid of Manny. Like, I think Jason Bay was the only guy we got back in return. Yeah, that wasn't really, like, and they didn't trade Pedro. They 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 traded away Hanley. Yep. They... They never really unloaded, like, Cespedes, but he wasn't a prospect. You know what I mean? Every time they've done a deadline deal, they haven't really gotten a prospect, like a like a stud prospect. Like they traded away Lester, Never. right? They traded away Lester in fourteen, and they got fucking Cespedes for a summer. And we tra- traded Johnny Gomes in that trade too. Don't remember, don't forget. I did forget. Imagine that they're both in the A's for a minute there. Yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird thing. Actually, I forgot Andrew Miller was an Oriole too. When you when you brought that up, it's mm-hmm. strange. Yeah, it was. So, Ali, I think this is a good opportunity to ask you, is there anything that you want to ask me 
seeing as it's just you and I. You can ask me anything you want, bro. It's me and you. It's just you, me and you. Me and you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is so cool, Ollie. Bro, this you is, like, can't put me so- on the spot like that, dude. Come on, I'm trying to like fucking make some content, bro. This is this is cool as shit, man. I, mean, I, know, I miss dude. my boys. I know. I, that's why I was saying. And this is rare. <sighs> You're telling me. This is a, this is a strange. This is dude. We're living in strange times. So just fucking ask me something strange. I went bro. solo off the dome for forty minutes. Dude, you like Crystalia, dude? <laughs> chill, bro. Come on. I was talking about people that got canceled too. I didn't even bring him up, but he's a canceled folk. Which who were you talking about? That was canceled. Uh, like esports play people that got canceled because I talked doc disrespect for a little bit. So what's the update with that motherfucker? I, I never heard anything. Don't have an update, bro. That's what I was saying. It's wild how we don't have an update. That just happened, and we just like accepted it. And yeah, basically. That was it. Yeah. We don't know if he's canceled or if he like canceled himself. If he needs some time off. If he murdered someone, he definitely like, didn't knows? cancel himself. What happened, dude? What, we what do don't even... know. We, I'm telling you, we don't know. He just got banned from Twitch, and we don't know why. What do you think happened? I, I, I really don't know. I don't. I said I don't really like to speculate because there's, like, there's so many things that could have happened or could not have happened. Or, it's just weird. It's just a super weird situation. It's weird, bro. I don't. I think, personally, I think that he just fucking he must have breached his contract, and they made it. They blew it up to be something way bigger. Here's a an interesting theory that I didn't mention earlier that just jogged my memory. Now is breaching the contract is interesting because he very well could have been because he just signed an extension with Twitch or you know a, a contract to only stream on Twitch. Yep. He very well could have been negotiating with a different streaming service on a contract for when that expires. Right. Because, you know, there's rumors that, you know, oh, Ninja and Shroud still haven't announced where they're going ever since Mixer went down. And there's mm-hmm. rumors out there there's a new, like, like a Google streaming service or something that, like, some, it might have been Google, have, like, a, it's the next big streaming service because it's not Twitch but mm-hmm. like you know, maybe he was negotiating with them to be like you know part owners or some shit like that. I don't know. Could have been something like that. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, you know what? Uh, that's an interesting theory. I bet you. I bet you there is a, a secretive streaming service we don't know about yet. And I bet you that'd be kind of cool. That would be sick. Like I don't know where we get like for sure Google too. Like who knows? They got Google, Google Stadia and shit. They're fucking. They got money. I do think Twitch will just always be king. Because yeah. it's been there the longest. It's just what people are used to. It's got, you know, majority of the the big names still, and the like, YouTube's got some names, but YouTube could be if YouTube was more accessible for like consoles. Like, what do I know about PC gaming? But but I'm just saying, like in regards to Xbox, you can't stream through YouTube your gaming. If really? you could, oh, no, oh I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Right, like PS4, you can like straight, like you hit the share button straight up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think, from what I've heard, YouTube like really, really lacks in like customization of of your page and and everything, or, or like yeah. uh, you know, like moderator tools and everything, like stuff like that. That where Twitch sure. where yeah. Twitch excels in, and you know they're the pros at it. So Twitch is like. Um... Twitch is a true gamer um, yeah, platform, sure. you know? For sure, for sure. 
All right, Steve. I, th- I think uh, it's expanding. Da, 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 Come on, da, give me something, Molly. Give me something, bitch. Hey, um, turn up, turn hmm. the fuck up, uh, uh, drinking Trulies with my bros. Dude, check this out. What you got? My oh, Truly dude, tower. tower. What you got? You got the motherfucking mangoes. These are the all empty. Strawberry apple. Oh, bro. That's getting to the ceiling at some point. Alcoholism. Hell Shout yeah. Out. <laughs> um, Shout out Jake Ruthier. Okay. I didn't do that yet. I was waiting for you to get on. Ah, yeah. Made sure I snuck one in there before you did, bitch. Ah! Uh, anyway. You better not tell anybody that I came on this podcast. Like, just market it like you did it yourself. I will. And then yeah, if for, anyone hears oh, the podcast. For sure. For sure. All right. The cool. solo dolo pod. It's going to be sick. Um, If you could, here's here's... I mean, I don't want to say wrap it up, but, you know, we're getting towards the end. I but, just came on! Yeah, well, I've been going for an hour now, so I don't know, maybe another 15, 20 minutes or so. Two hours, three hours? <laughs> Chill, bro. <laughs> There's no chance that anybody is still listening to this, but that's all right. If you Jake could... Yeah. All right, here's two things. Sure. If you could take one video game from... The PS2 gen or before, wipe it from your memory, but like still know how much you enjoyed it and put it on the new. You, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like you've never played it before, but you're like, okay, let's remaster it and put it on here. What would it be? Oh, it's a fantastic question. If, if it was remastered, yeah. I would go 120. Per, and I, I was gonna say NBA Street when you were talking, but then I, we said remastered it, dude. GTA San Andreas all day. I thought that's what you were gonna say. Hell yeah, dude! Are you kidding me? Imagine that, like remastered on fucking Xbox. Oh. Follow up. If you could uh, listen to an album for the first time again, which one would it be? Whoa. Lifetime? Any any album? Yeah, bro. Oh man. Like, try it's to hard. think. The the first time you listened to this album, it just blew your mind, and you would love to just go and listen to it for the first time again. Oh. oh. I have the same question for you. What, what's yours? I'll think about mine. Um. Oh, my God. Fuck. Okay, no, here's a good one. Uh. The Cool. Yeah? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. The Cool and Food and Liquor 1 are both, like, just iconic probably both in my top 10 favorite album like i think they both cracked the top 10 if not they're both close and that's just the lupe that you could vibe to you know that was just it yeah so and i I like the cool a little bit more and i think i'm in the minority there i think a lot of people like food and liquor more no i'm the cool all the way but bro the cool if i could go back listen to the cool for the first time through again that would be something all right, I thought about it because I have a lot of albums that are like up there, my favorite albums ever. Yeah. But the but the one album that truly blew my mind, the first time hearing it, was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, Kanye. Yeah, that's a good pick. I think I like that pick. I remember going to school. I bought that CD. Like that's back when the iTunes days when I like I had to save like twelve dollars to make sure I had like. <laughs> 
like you know, if, if, just in case the album was ten ninety nine, I might want to make sure I had twelve dollars of iTunes money to have that shit in the morning on my iPod to drive to school with as a senior in high school. Dude, I remember, I remember every song on that ride was insane, and then I pulled in to Cherahoe High School, and Hell of a Life came on, oh. and I was like, and I recognized that dun, 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 from Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, this is insane. And then it was fucking Kanye. I was like, "Oh, this is the coolest!" And then I remember I do I blasted that fucking thing so loud in the speak in the fucking parking lot. I was like, this is this is my album. This is it. That's so, a good yeah. like Kanye in general. Like you could argue any one of those ones pre twenty twelve would be a good pick. Absolutely to listen to for the first time again because those were just those were special. What was your favorite Kanye album? I think we've been through this before, but let's just say it again. <sighs> Probably that one, honestly. Yeah. I do like Graduation a lot. I do like College Dropout a lot. How about Late Registration? Yeah, like, those those four, I think, are all... Like, I don't... You could say one through four in any order right there, and I'd be totally okay with it. Except, I gotta be honest with you, before, not the biggest uh, Graduation fan. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I just it, it's, it's a fantastic album. I it's one of the best. It's one of my. I mean, you just said you're not a big hard. graduation guy. I know. Mean? I'm con- immediately contradicting myself. But what it's I'm got the best album kind of... cover. Look at dude. No, my no, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Does. No shot. Are you kidding me, dude? That's like so eloquent, dude. Are you kidding me? Dude, graduation no is, what, shot, is pretty cool, bro. The purple dude, bear, thinking... bro. Look at that shit, dude. It's kind of cool, but what was he coming out of? What, what, Who, that's, no ever... that's the beauty of it. No one ever explained what the fuck that is. Is that a cannon he's coming out of? What is he? <laughs> is it is a face and with a fucking antenna? I don't What's think it? he's coming. Here's a big take. He might not be coming down. He might just be flying away. Like he may not. Be... I, don't th- I don't think. Like that looks more like a fucking death ray laser beam that's going to shoot him or something. Okay. Maybe it's and... maybe it's the. Big, maybe it's Big Brother, the government. Get it? All this time, Kanye was a narc. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, late registration had a pretty cool, cool. Uh, Dude, you don't, really? Cover. You're not a big graduation guy. Stronger, can't tell me nothing. Both instant classics. Oh no, they're all hits. You know the, I mean? the album. Yeah. The problem with the album is for me is that they all are, all are hits, and to me, I am more of a deep cut kind of guy. Oh, you need a, you need like some. I need, like, Never Let Me Down on graduation. I mean, uh, college dropout. You know what I mean? I need fucking Send It Up on Yeezus. I need I need uh, Roses on late registration. Okay. I smile with Rose. Or oh, what's that one on, uh, on uh, 808s and Heartbreak? Um, See, I didn't really like that album. And my head keeps spinning. Can't stop having these feelings. I got it. With Kid Cudi? That song is sick. I can't think of the name, though. And I can't stop. Jesus, though. I love Jesus. People hate on it. I didn't like it at release, but it grew on me over time a lot. Same here. I think Blood on the Leaves is one of his best songs, I think. No doubt. I like Send It Up. I like the other one. um, Yeah, Send It Up is a banger, bro. Oh, my God. Black Skinhead. Even on, dude, yeah, it's just a great. On sight, there you go. On sight, yeah. Yeah. What's it? Uh, what's it? There's one more near the end with like Chief Keef. Shit, 
Oh, great. I can't think of it. Jake Ruthers listening to it. He's going to freak out. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, I'm in it with Bon Iver. Oh, my God. I'm in it and I can't get out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Some of the most crude lyrics of all time, also. True. Like, at the time, like, you think, like, how our musical palette has changed since that album came out? I'll speak for yourself. I still like that shit, bro. I don't know. Oh, no, 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 of course. No, I love it. I love it, too. But at the time, like, that was the first time ever really trying to ingrain myself with, like, music that had that kind of shit. Yeah. A lot of the times you just hear lyrics and you just, but, like... I don't know, dude. Go back to a fucking DMX album and hear all the shit he says, dude. <laughs> he's way homophobic. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> he's the most homophobic rapper of all time. <laughs> Yo, so, it's dude, mad funny. He's just like been strolling through Wakefield at times in the past. He's around. That's crazy. Hey, speaking of which, did you, did you hear him versus Snoop Dogg? I didn't. I, I heard it was really good, though. Dude, that I that's like the one I listened to. I loved it. Really? I loved it. Oh, my God. Two was, legends, by the way. Dude, it was so much fun to listen to because Snoop Dogg was having a blast. Like You could hear him like, he's like, y'all ready? Are you motherfuckers forget? This is my name. And, like, and then it's like, Snoop Dogg. And he's like rapping along to his own oh, song. So and then cool. DMX was all hyped up. He's like, whoa, oh, you motherfucker. You <laughs> this is so sick. DMX has some iconic bangers, bro. Dude, you hear a DMX intro to a song and you know you what's just up. you're just like it's like taking pre workout. You don't even need pre workout. You listen to DMX. You're just fucking oh. feeling it. When he goes, you think it's a fucking game? Oh my god! <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's the name of that song? I don't even know what song that is. X gone. Give it to you, dude. Xander's walk up song for a while. Is that is it? Is that what it is? It it, it was at one point. No, the song is that is that really? What is like? You think it's a fucking game? Yeah. Dun 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 Isn't it? First we're gonna I... rock, then we're gonna roll. It's like it starts off with like a very menacing piano. Then we're gonna rock. I don't think it's. I don't think it oh, is. X gonna go. give it to you. Hold on. Is it? Let's see. X gonna give it to you. Let's see. No. No, you're right. It's not this one. Is it Rough Riders? That's what you're hearing. Yo, it is. Yo, I'm thinking of, like the piano, like it's not. What is it you, it's not at? a fucking game. He just said it right there. No, he's like, no, it's like, oh, what the fuck am I thinking of? It's not the song I'm thinking of then. That was the bitches want. What's this? What about this? Nope. I like the song too, though. This song's sick. That that's a great one. That's a great one. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. You know, DMX was on an old Tiger Woods game, like on the on the soundtrack. Was he? Yeah, I think it was 04. What the fuck is Wild. the song I'm thinking of? Nope. Nope. No. Bring your whole crew. No. What he goes, stop talking shit. What's that? What the fuck that song? Oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. I can't get at me, dog. <laughs> nope. How is it not? That... I've lost all my clout as a DMX fan. Yeah, you really have. 
Because you lost me now. This is it. This is the song I'm thinking of. This is my name. Ready? This is the fucking shit I be talking about. I'm like fucking going like ape shit. Bro, DMX is next level. Woo, baby, dude. All right, dude. last, last, uh, last hashtag ask Steve of the night. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, ask Steve. Let's go. All right. Um, you could experience one sport sporting event live in person without knowing the end result. The similar theme here, right? So you you know you wipe your you wipe your memory of the game. You don't know what's going to happen, but you know in hindsight you you do blah blah blah. Which what yeah. would you pick? To like relive an experience ahead, right? Live in person, like you get to go watch it at the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I could do that if i could be at the place i would be i would be at um yankee stadium game seven 2004 i want to see alan embry fucking fucking take out fucking who was that miguel cairo pokey reese first at the first i want i'd love to see that and johnny damon like hit that grand slam and shit that would oh be my god one, how about you um I mean, we're fucking spoiled. There's so many to choose from, right? I know, I know. Like, immediately, I went to uh, Game 6 2013 just because they won that one at home. Yeah. Even though it wasn't the sexiest team, but it was... I, I mean, it was it was an incredible, was... magical year, and they won it at home, which they... That's the first time since, like, what, 1902 or some shit? Yep. So that one pops into mind. The Falcon Super Bowl pops into mind. The Malcolm Butler Super Bowl pops into mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tiger, tough, any any Tiger Masters pops into mind for me personally. His even last year, that might bro, that would have been so cool to follow him around. Like if I was, if I could. All right, here it is. Here's my answer. Okay. I have two answers, but if. I were able to have front row access. Now this is extremely unrealistic, and watch Tiger's uh, Sunday round winning the Masters last year, and follow his every single shot with a perfect view. I would pick that one, even though it's unrealistic. Okay. But without that, I think I go uh, the Super Bowl over the Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah, that was unbelievable. That was just an at like because. Dude, the ro- emotional roller coaster of that game. First of all, at the time, it was the biggest comeback, fourth quarter comeback in Super Bowl history. Eleven right. points, right, or ten points. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Brady tore up one of the best defenses of all time in the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden, fucking what's his name, Curse, right, makes that stupid catch off his fucking head on the ground oh. on his stomach. And we're like, oh my god, not another bullshit catch, right? And oh, yeah. we haven't the Patriots had won a World Series, uh, uh, Super Bowl in nine, ten years, right? So, and you're like, oh my god, not again. And Belichick's not calling a timeout. Time's ticking down. They throw the ball. Malcolm Butler obviously makes. I still think the greatest, the play. best play in Super Bowl history. I still oh, think absolutely. that. 
absolutely. And if it's not, it's top five or top three. Mm-hmm. That would be so cool to watch. If if we're talking like you know front row at that end zone, that would have been absolutely insane. Dude, okay, I agree. I fully agree with you. Now I have a question for you. Ready for this? Yep. If you could change bodies with a guy, uh, athlete, just for like oh, a athlete. moment, okay, an athlete, yeah, not a guy, an athlete for a moment, any moment. If you could live in that moment, what would it be? What would the moment be? Oh, what would like, the player be? Oh, okay, okay. What would you do? What you. would you do that you that would be like that would be like the fucking moment that you'd want to live in? I don't mind. And like I do what that guy did, you know, like you, yeah, like I yeah. do the thing. You experience that feeling that that guy had. Bro. That you, like, what's the feeling you've seen? You're like, shit. I would love to have that fucking feeling of that guy. Okay, well, like, I have golf bias. Yep. But, so, I want to say, um. I can't remember what year it was, but Tiger had a crazy chip in again. Tiger had a fucking insane chip in on Sunday at the Masters, where yeah, I mean everybody's seen the clip. He like flops in it, hangs on the lip, hangs on the lip, hangs on the lip, and then it goes in. He goes, you know, gives a double fist bump, and that was nuts. Mm-hmm. And then he won. That would be so cool. But being. Barry Bonds breaking the record would be so cool. Yeah. That that moment would be so fucking cool. Hugging your kid and shit. Dude, just being Barry, being as good at baseball as Barry Bonds was, would have been so fucking fun. Imagine that feeling of being Barry Bonds, like everyone's scared of you. And also everyone respects you in that moment. Well, mostly. Yeah. I mean, the steroid shit didn't come out till after that, right? We all know. Well, we yeah, that's still so murky, bro. And you know, not to get off topic, but what sucks is like he obviously, clearly, so very obviously, did not need to take steroids. He was so fucking good even before the steroid allegations of when he was taking them. Yeah. Anyways, we could we could be remembering Barry Bonds as fondly as Ken Griffey Jr. if he did not do steroids. True. Or more. yeah. 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 Better. Yeah, he'd be the. I mean, he still is even. Out, out on the West Coast still is regard like they idolize that guy still. Right. Like Dallas Britain's the biggest Barry Bonds fan on the fucking planet. Uh but that would be so cool. Um like the Kerry Wood twenty strikeout game comes to mind. That would be fun. But right. at the end of the day, bro, my answer is being Keith Folk getting the last out to win the World Series. Ooh yeah. Like first one, eighty six years. That would we need, just we a nice, nice little dribbler right back to him, underhands to first, World Series champion. That would probably be it, I think. It's true. He is immortalized forever for that too. Facts. And beloved for in Boston forever. Absolutely. You know, what I go with. I don't. Let me hear it. I would go nineteen ninety three Joe Carter. <laughs> I would do anything to beat that Joe Carter in that moment and just fucking hit one out to end the World Series. Imagine that in, in, in uh, fucking Toronto. <laughs> that would be insane, bro. I don't think I've ever seen anybody that happy in a, in a moment. You know what? Also, too, uh, Shane Victorino. Um, yeah. Against hit Tigers. That grand yeah, yeah. That was – dude, I watch oh, that once a year. Chills. and I still get, yeah, I get chills every time. Every fucking time. 
when he's banging on his chest, dude. I like, I want to cry. The first oh, time dude. I, I'm getting chills. Happened, I'm cried. getting chills now thinking about I know. it. I know. Oh. That was such a moment. That, that was, was incredible. Oh God, I cried when that happened. I had a tear going on my face. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Oh, that was so fucking cool, bro. That was the coolest shit. Man, I miss like relevant sports. Oh, dude, we're we're living in like a fucking like. This you sucks. know what I was thinking today? Shit you know what I was uh, today I was I was thinking about. I have a bunch of podcasts. Um, I have an old Section Ten podcast downloaded on my phone, so I don't subscribe to them. But I have old ones that I I listen to, like like when Mookie got traded, or like you know yeah. when something happened. So the other day I was mowing my lawn, I listened to the Mookie podcast, and uh, about when he got traded, or there was like one leading up to that, and then one of him being traded, and um, I was listening to like the hope in their voice. And I should go back and listen to our podcast too, but I was listening to them at the time of a of a new season, you know, like a new season was oh, coming, dude. Like hope sprang eternal in fucking December, and to think now that we're living in like this skeleton time of like we don't even know what the fuck is good. Like this fucking season, it's still gonna end like shit, regardless if if they get it's through a shit or not. Show, bro, it is. We're living in a fucking horror show, and I hope that we get that like i wish i could just go back to like december that's it and then just be like yo just fucking like enjoy this time enjoy like if i could go back to last year and be like even though i feel like i enjoyed it enough i don't know existential fucking steve's going off on you right now no nah, bro i feel that like go back and listen like probably to like, our era cross episode we were probably all so hyped talking fantasy baseball talking keepers talking trades Mm-hmm. They're all getting hyped. We we wait all winter to play fantasy baseball in the spring, and then boom, just taken away from us, dude. Like, dude, people don't realize how much of a highlight. At least, you know, I'll speak for myself because you know I'm a fucking dork. How much of a fucking like? How much I look forward to fantasy baseball. Our it's, league. It's pretty pat. It's pretty. I was going to say pad, pathetic, and sad, but I combine yeah. them. But bro. Whatever, no shame, because I'm right there with you. I have you. no shame. No, I have no, no shame, shame at all. I, middle of the winter, dude, I don't give a fuck. I no, don't care about fantasy I, I football, care. dude. What? Fuck that. Who the fuck our, cares? Our baseball league, dude, is elite. Like, shout out to people that are not in it. I'm sorry, but, like, that's all I care about. We don't play for money. No, I, I just, which is I crazy, really, by the way. I know. I'm in a, I'm in a, like, $250 Dynasty Keeper League. I check my lineup, like, league. once a week, dude. Right, it's wild. the the pot, got... the pot is like two grand, and I don't even care. <laughs> I'm checking I'm checking the fucksticks league every every twenty minutes. Dude, less for me. Dude, I, I I stare at the fucking daily lineups, dude. It's all I like. Oh man, it's it's such a fucking source of pride and happy. Even even this stupid replacement league. At least we got that. I, I mean, look on the bright side here, but like. Like, our original Fuckstick League is so much fun. I know. It's crazy. Like, it's just... All it doesn't make all. any sense, really, but you know what? Who, who the fuck cares? It doesn't have to make sense. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. When you think about it, too, it's like, what makes this fun? Like, we, we talk a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just guys being dudes. Just It's like an exclusive dude. Like I, Part of it, too, is like, no one gets it. Like, us ten people do. And then... Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, I mean, to an extent, other fantasy obsessed people will, will, you know, they'll understand it. But true. Then again, there are a lot of fantasy obsessed people that are in fifteen leagues. That's true. But we, I mean, I'm in 
what five maybe? Yeah, I'm in a couple, but like you have your you have your one main league. Most people this do is... anyway. Right. Fuck stick. Yeah. Who would have, dude? I I hope, dude. I, like I know there's always there's always beefs, there's always problems with everybody. And I'm I'm not I'm no one to shy away from plenty of beefs. But I hope that the fuck sticks goes on forever. I hope it like Me I don't too, give a bro. fuck. You know what I mean? I hope we just fucking roll out 30 years, 40 Shit, years. Shit, bro, now. I hope we expand one year and get 12 people in here. Let's go. Maybe we have an expansion draft. Well, how do we How do we do that with keepers, though? That's the problem. Ah, uh, they'd just be fucked. I like that idea. Fuck them. It's all first pick. Who cares? Yeah, you get the first two picks. Fuck yeah, what the fuck? Fuck them. Yeah, I know. Half the time, fucking... people don't keep the people they should anyway. That's true. Kept, That's what makes our league great. I kept fucking Sonny Gray one year. Shane kept Miguel Sano. Like, there's bad keepers every goddamn year. It happens. All right, so who was the worst keeper in fuckstick history? Michael Brantley. Michael yeah, Brantley, was, Sonny yeah. Gray, Miguel Sano are the big three that come to mind to me. Chris Davis with a K. I, I don't know because the maybe last year, yeah, but the year before that, it worked out because he hit 40-something bombs. And home runs are, like, the main thing in our league. True. I'm trying to think of who my worst keeper was ever. Probably Nola. He, he was just an average guy. He wasn't, like, the worst. He just was average. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It happens every year. Ben Benintendi. Pretty sure. Yeah. I, right? You kept Benny. Did I? Yep. Yeah. His first year there. Yeah, bro. It, it shit happens. You know, but you put all the chips in sometimes. Like, dude, I fucking, like, I kept Acuna last year, like, before anyone, like, before he was, like, the, the bona fide number one guy. Or, number, you know, top three guy. Yeah. I feel that. So, so pat myself on the back much. Thank yeah. you. Congrats. Yeah, dude, we're getting fucking cocky up in here today. Dude, all right, out. Fucking hour and a half. We got to wrap this mother up. Okay. How do you want to wrap it up, bro? This is just you and, and I. We can do whatever. Yeah, we can do whatever. But, of course, we have to, you know, we are presented by Couch Guy Sports now. Make sure to go give them a follow on socials. There's a, you know, dozen other podcasts out there. Be sure to check those out, too. Oh, yeah. Other than that, any any closing takes? <sighs> closing take. Closing. Wait, what episode was this? 95. We got five more Chandler to go. Jones, baby. Dude, shout out Chandler Jones. He Snapchatted me one time. I ever tell you that? <laughs> Swear He's to God. probably on fucking PCP. Probably. I, I went to uh, Patriot Place with Gilly, and uh, we went to the Five Guys in there, or or the Moe's or whatever, and I went in there and said, hey, any Patriots come in here? And she said, yeah, Chandler Jones comes. It was just like when he was on the team, and I fucking Snapchatted him, a pit, like me at the Moe's with that girl, and then he sent, sent me a picture back, like a selfie, just like smiling. <laughs> That's great. What the fuck? Yep. All right, uh, but I think – all right, big take to end it. Sorry, I keep talking so much. First of all, shout out Jake Ruthier. Second of all, shout out Jake Morocco. He, he listens to this whole motherfucking thing. Dudes are crazy. Imagine listening to this fucking podcast. No, what the hell? absolutely What's wrong not. with you? I don't know. They're crazy people. Jake Ruthier does – I think Al listens to the whole thing. Like, True. I think he does too. Al, you guys are crazy. Al. What the hell? You know what? It's time for a, a legitimate shout out to Al. That's a That's a big take right there. You know what? I talk a lot of shit to Al. Al and I go back and forth a lot. Um, but Al, you know what, Oliver? This is a good time for us to clear that up. Al, Oliver and I do not have any problems with you. If you're listening to this, 
We just like talking shit. It's just the way it is. We like talking shit. Bro, we're just ball busters. We're professional ball busters. That's we what are. We the, do. It's what we do we're best. The, we're the cockiest podcast if, in hey, New England. Hey, if you really take anything we say seriously, come on, bro. Go fuck yourself if you do that. Well, like, <laughs> do me a favor. Just do it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's my best. That's your best course of action. Just go fuck. All right, but what are we going to do for, for, for episode 100, Oliver? That's my question. Dude, I was thinking, um, like, getting a, getting a mashup is a lot of fucking work, so I, I don't think I want to do that. But what I think we should do. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to tell you off air. I don't want to spoil it. All right, fine. Okay. So, we good? We done? Uh, you have a big take to end it? Mm, we get our new logo this week. Oh, we have, dude. We gotta What's do that. that. Yeah, we gotta get that over I with. Know, I was hoping to talk to Josh about it tonight, but he had some come up, so obviously you can get on. So hopefully, I don't, but there's I a big take. Think... It'll happen this week. All right, word. I can't wait for that. All right, and I had something else to say, but I lost my train of thought. I've been doing that a lot tonight. It's okay. All right, we'll see you next week. Oh, here we go. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, all four of us will be back in action, like tough acting, ten acting. Dude, put it under your toenail. Alrighty. <laughs> Shout out, Jake. Ruthie! <gasps>